2: Piki mai, Kakimai and welcome to Our Changing World from RNZ National. Is there such a thing as the Auckland accent? In one of the world's most diverse cities, how's the English language changing and evolving? A three-year study at Victoria University of Wellington is trying to examine how young Aucklanders are speaking today and how they'll influence the way the entire country speaks in the future. Here's Muhammad Hassan with a story about building Babel. Our changing world.
3: Our
2: changing world. Our changing world. Our
0: changing world. Our changing
2: world. Our changing world. Our changing world.
1: Our changing world. Our changing world. changing
0: world. In the Jewish tradition, there is a story of the Tower of Babel, a structure built by all of humanity in an attempt to reach the heavens. Angered by this, God struck down the tower and dispersed people all across the world. As punishment, He changed their tongues so they no longer understood each other, this, the story goes, is how the world's languages came to be. At Victoria University, one linguistics professor is trying to rebuild Babel again, this time in Auckland. Okay. I'll let Miriam Mayerhoff explain.
1: It's a bit cheeky, right? Yeah, Yeah, because, I mean, it's not like we're going to unify all the languages in the world, but it seemed like just in a a microscopic sort of version of the Tower of Babel, we were going the other way in Auckland. Yeah, we've got Mm -hmm. all these people who come with different language backgrounds who are going to end up making one variety that'll be sort of the new Auckland English, which I actually truly believe, you know, there will be sort of like, eventually it'll take a while for it to sort out, but there'll be an Auckland English, and it will probably be actually what people around the whole country end up talking a bit more like in the future as well.
0: Auckland is one of the most ethnically diverse cities in the world, with more than 220 ethnic groups. For Dr Meyerhoff, this makes it the perfect place to study how languages change and evolve. By studying the way different Auckland communities are speaking now, She's trying to figure out how they'll speak in the future.
1: If you have people who are um, in regular contact with each other, usually if that contact is harmonious or pretty much harmonious, they're going to end up converging on similar styles of speaking and similar ways of talking. And that's kind of how you get distinct accents emerging. And then over time, you know, if you leave them long enough, they sort of turn into their own languages and stuff.
0: Over three years, she and her team are studying the way people speak in three suburbs, Mount Roskill, Manurewa, and Tetirangi. A few years ago, she interviewed people across the country about dialects and all of them said the same thing. People in the big smoke talked differently.
1: There's a very, very strong perception out there that people can tell if somebody comes from especially South Auckland. Mm. um, Yeah, that's the one that people, you know, I think all over the country are starting to get oriented to and and to recognise as being a distinct variety. But also they were saying, you know, yeah, there's something going on out west. You know, there's some kind of West Auckland accent happening too. Um, And so that was kind of our first um, indication that, well, actually, maybe there's something going on here. Because those are both areas where we've got either historically in South Auckland really high levels of um, immigration and so lots of mixing going on. Or if you look in sort of central and West Auckland now, you know, sort of anywhere from, you know, sort of Mount Roskill, Blockhouse Bay, uh, you know, something New you learn, lots of mixing. Um, so I'm Richika Rajkumar, and I've just finished my undergrad degree in psych.
4: I'm Anusha Malawali, and I'm, I just turned 22 years.
0: Anusha and Richika have lived nearly their whole lives in Mount Roskill. They've been interviewing locals in their neighborhood for the study and trying to understand what makes their brand of Auckland English unique.
4: So we've found a few Indian people who have migrated from India, Um, a few people, Fiji Indian background, uh, Japanese Malaysian, uh, Taiwanese Malaysian.
0: Right. And so did most of these people uh, do their schooling here in Mount Roskill or Mount Albert?
4: Um, Yeah, most of them went to Mount Roskill Primary Intermediate and Grammar. Mm. Yeah. And that's how we kind of identified them because we yeah. went to Mount Roscoe Primary, mm. Intermediate, and Grammar. Nice. No? Okay. So you you, <laughs> yeah. got, you
0: got them full Mount Roskill experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so why you were interviewing them? Why you were talking to them? What are some of the things that you were looking out for?
4: Because it's kind of like a interview. Like they don't really use slang and stuff. But I mean, if we're just normally talking to people, you know, if someone's from Roscoe, like there's just certain slang words that people use mm-hmm. that no one else knows. Like. It's, for example, one of them is a word called "bots." Like, don't bots it. Like, yeah. that's something I've noticed. Like, only Montrose School people yeah. use. Or like, things like, oh, you're so Angus. Like, you know.
0: Right. Yes. So if yes. if you're talking to someone and they say bots or or yeah. Angus, you're like, you you grew up in Yeah. Mount yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so way. can you, can you explain to someone that doesn't that wouldn't understand what both of those words uh. mean? So what what does bots mean? <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 it's kind of like.
0: How to use it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's just like when when someone's showing off and you're just like, don't bots it, Like, <laughs> 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 Just like, yeah, don't show off. Is that kind of thing? I what think it so, yeah. yeah. Or like Angus means angry, like you're so angry, but right. in a more casual yeah. kind of way.
0: Across town, Ruby Papa Litty Curtin has been studying what's happening in South Auckland though she's not from there.
3: My family is from Samoa, so um, my grandparents migrated here in the 50s and my mum was born there as well. Yeah, They wanted people out south um, specifically to talk to, so I luckily had a lot of connections there.
0: As you can hear, she doesn't have a very South Auckland accent. Growing up out west, she fits into what Dr. Meyerhoff calls the control group places that haven't had an awful lot of language mixing.
3: I feel like South Auckland is kind of the hub of the slang and then even in my school experiences it's kind of filtered out to like central or filtered out west. I don't know, like stuff like, I am I feel old now so I don't know a lot of
0: slang. <laughs> What comes to mind? But
3: I don't know, stuff like docks, which is like, do you know docks? That kind of stuff like... Slang for okay, so that's like slang for toko, which is Tongan brother, and then kind of like us, which is Uso brother and Samon. I don't know stuff like that. People almost take from South Auckland um, subcultures that come through.
5: South Auckland's body is banging stats and figures. There are 1,500 mockers within South Auckland. That means for every second ugly person, there are colloquial cuffs that will chain them with inside jokes for the next ten years. There are give or take and take eight hundred idos. That means there are twelve hundred half-formed girlfriends threading together all that. my name is Marina Alfonsio. I am a spoken word artist and I am a mom. Cool.
0: And and whereabouts in Auckland do you live?
5: I currently live in Manurewa.
0: Manurewa. How long have you been lived there?
5: Uh, about eight years.
0: Eight years. And before that?
5: I lived in Papatoetoe for
3: about five years.
0: Cool. So you spent 13 years living essentially in the heart of South Auckland, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you think, do you think there is a South Auckland accent?
5: Not particularly, but if I think about my own community, I think it's a bit of Kiwi accent with American influence and then, um, I don't know, the first generation migrants of the islands there, um, a bit of their fresh language that they brought, so it's a like a whole mix of that.
0: <laughs> so when people talk about like the slang that comes out of South Auckland, what are some of the things that people say in South Auckland that they don't say outside of South Auckland?
5: Um, I wouldn't use hard out at my job um, because I know people don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and one time we were delivering a workshop in Australia and that we had these young Australian kids writing poetry, and I said, shot guys, you're nearly there. And they all looked at me like, what the heck did she just say? So, stuff like that.
0: OK, sidebar. Hard out means, yeah, totally. And shot guys means, way to go.
5: A language of affirmation in South Auckland is different. We would say, you know, shot, go hard, all that kind of stuff. I don't think it's... I, I wouldn't be able to say it in... I don't know, the inner city.
0: Mm. Do you feel like that that kind of language is spreading, though, that more people are are starting to pick up on it?
5: Yeah, and I don't know if it's because of the influence of film and and music and um, a lot of our South African artists, more of them are getting out there and their language is influencing others or that we're, like, kind of um, becoming a city that that gets around a lot. We, 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 more of our communities are mixing Mm. and so we're sharing conversation. And so I know... um, There's been people from Christchurch I've spoken to who understand what I'm saying when I say
0: um, hard out, what a sad guy. So where is all of this going? How will Aucklanders, maybe even New Zealand as a whole, be speaking in 20 years' time? If we do build our own Tower of Babel, what would it look or sound like? I asked Miriam Meyerhoff to step outside her comfort zone and make a bold prediction.
1: In 20 years, basically all of Auckland is going to be using R um, in words like work and possibly even in unstressed words like her. Um, and uh, it may even be coming through in things like farmer and things like that.
0: Right. So did, did, are young people in Auckland already starting to are they lean sure towards those
1: trends? That's the easy one to pick because yeah. it's already so pervasive.
0: This means we'll soon go from saying farmer to saying farmer. So Um, then what – I mean, how is Auckland changing the way that the rest of New Zealand speaks? Is it changing at all or or is it kind of – Well, I mean, we've
1: got – I mean, this this R stuff, I mean, I'm sure that that started in Auckland. I'm, like, almost 90% sure it's not that people are picking it up from Gore and Southland and stuff. And that's popping up. You know, I had somebody write me in horror, you know, like – a year ago, oh, my grandson is at school in Korori West and um, all of the kids are using R. Mm. I was like, well, yeah, that's what I've been telling you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the young people are doing <laughs> these days. So, yeah, I think that that's going to be much more pervasive.
0: And here's my own prediction. People will soon start picking up slang from other cultures as well, like, say, Arabic. Here's one to start you off. Salam. It's an informal greeting which means peace. Try it out. Salam. For our changing world, I'm Muhammad Hassan. Salam, bro.
2: Salam, Mohammed. And he was talking with Miriam Meyerhoff from Victoria University of Wellington about her language research in Auckland. This is a collaboration with researchers at the University of Auckland and is funded by a Marsden Grant. Thanks for listening to this Our Changing World podcast. You can stay in touch with us on Twitter at RNZ Science. wa.